0: Hey, welcome back to another uh, recording for the Ruby Dev Summit. Uh, I'm talking to Yuta Saito. Um, he is one of the Ruby core committers. He's working on the Ruby Wasm project. Is that right? Am I getting that right? right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm super excited to kind of get your take here, Yuta, on um, where Ruby is headed. So, I'm gonna ask the question that I'm asking everybody, and that is, what is the future of Ruby?
1: Actually, um, if I'm not. Uh, I'm actually um, just a just a language implementer, I'm okay. not a not a uh, designer. So I don't. Uh, I'm not uh, a good person to uh, uh, to say about the actual uh, Ruby feature. Like a syntax or something like that, but uh, uh, I would like to say about the, some in, internal improvements in the mm-hmm. Ruby future. So, um, yeah. So uh, the I hope uh, the Ruby, where we are great, uh, fast and uh, portable language, and uh, as a scripting language. And uh, and scriptable and handy language, and it will be uh, achieved by uh through change support and um, porting porting effort and platform support. So something like that. So yeah, I hope Ruby will be something like that.
0: Right. So you you mentioned platform support and. Uh... Yeah, I like the idea of Ruby running everywhere, right?
1: Yes, um, uh, Ruby running everywhere—it's good word. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, there's a uh, Ruby program running on a keyboard by mm-hmm. some uh, by mRuby, and uh, there's a uh, Ruby on um, Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo hardware, switch. right? Yeah, uh-huh. something not switch but uh old old fashioned Nintendo oh, okay. hardware. Right. <laughs> so Ruby running on everywhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh you're working on the Ruby uh, Wasm or WebAssembly port. Um what does that open up for us then?
1: Okay, good question. So um, if you he- heard about the WebAssembly, uh, you might think it's a it's kind of the web technology that enables, uh, um, running Ruby on web browser, or mm-hmm. uh, with running with JavaScript. So you might think so, uh, like that. But the, it's not a actual. Our overview of WebAssembly. Uh, it's one of the uh, um, use case in WebAssembly, but the, not the all. So, um, WebAssembly support in Ruby and ena- uh, enables, uh, of course, browser application building, mm-hmm. but also for uh, outside of the web, like. Um, Recently, um, there's many efforts run uh, to use uh, WebAssembly in serverless platforms like uh, Flutter or um, Cloudflare or uh, Microsoft Azure. So oh, interesting. Uh, yes, uh, they are using a uh, WebAssembly uh, as a. Uh, Function as a service to provide function as a service, and so I'm. Um, I think uh, uh, unfortunately, that uh, client application is not a, a major use case uh, in Ruby today. So mm-hmm. and. Um, Our major use case is uh, server-side applications. Uh, So uh, I'm especially interested in server-side WebAssembly and uh, uh, especially focusing on uh, such use cases. And I hope um, WebAssembly support enables um, easier range support for cloud, uh, cloud service provider, and, uh, and easier porting to the to such a to such a cloud service. So it's a. Uh, right. It uh, that should be variable for both sides, for users and provider. So I yeah. hope. So. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, you talked about uh, Cloudflare and Fastly and Azure and some of the other providers and how WebAssembly opens up those services, right? That typically would run JavaScript. I think I think Lambdas initially ran what JavaScript and Python. And so, yeah, having a WebAssembly uh, virtual machine there that can run Ruby or whatever mm-hmm. else, that that's really exciting because um, sometimes you don't want the full on Rails app or whatever to, to run your thing. You just, you want something that can just, you know, turn over and do a little job and just do it a whole bunch of times. And so, yeah, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Um, yes. You, mm-hmm.
1: Oh, go ahead. Uh, So one of the interesting uh, property in WebAssembly, uh, especially uh, thinking about the function as a service use case, uh, we usually use uh, user um, container technologies or uh, virtual machine uh, virtualizations, but there wasn't machine will be much right weight and will be uh, much faster to start up the uh, new process so um, so it will be much more response uh, fast response and startup times
0: mm-hmm. so it's
1: how will marvelous. it compare
0: with uh, C Ruby versus, say, Truffle Ruby or J Ruby. Is this going to be faster than any of those?
1: Um, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't, I, uh, I don't want to make a <laughs> right, right, argue. <I> so
0: <laughs> right, but it it will have a faster startup and. You know, may respond faster in certain instances.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. I hope so. And uh, yes, uh, uh, it's a little bit to uh, to um, technical stuff, but mm-hmm. there, um but there's a um, uh, web assembly technology that enables. Uh, Taking a process snapshot mm-hmm. after the uh, after booting the Ruby interpreter mm-hmm. and uh, resume the process. Uh, oh, cool! So it will be uh, and uh, it's it's uh, there is a similar technology in uh, Linux. It's co- uh, it's usually called. Uh, checkpoint restore mm-hmm. uh, or something like that but uh, it's usually much uh, very heavy operations to resume or taking a snapshot but uh, and, and it requires extra to uh, extra tools to to uh, to resume the snapshotted applications uh, but uh, in web assembly uh, In WebAssembly, searching uh, it's the snapshotted program is just a WebAssembly program, so the runtime don't need to uh, recognize uh, how to resume the uh, application, and it's it's a regular WASM binary, so uh, very portable solutions, and it's much more faster startup, so it could be. so in theory, the uh, the speed of the WebAssembly is uh, usually slower than native, uh, considering uh, considering the time per uh, instructions. But uh, if we can save the startup time. Uh, we could be, we could, uh, we will be able to achieve the faster, uh, faster performance uh, compared to the native, even with native. So it could be cool.
0: That's very cool, and the the idea of a snapshotted application, um, I, I really like that, just from the standpoint of. A lot of the applications that I've seen run, especially on not necessarily on C Ruby so much as like J Ruby, um, the startup time is expensive, and so if you can snapshot it and kind of shortcut past that, uh, you you get a huge um, gain just right up front on your application.
1: Right, 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 and uh, most of the code. Uh, and uh, uh I saw most of the application runs uh, uh, runs uh, a small code, a small uh, piece of code in uh, actual uh request handling but mm-hmm. the startup uh in startup phase uh, uh it tries to require many stuff so it it could be time consuming so Ruby
0: Ros game. Yep, absolutely. Now, you mentioned, we talked about running Ruby everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you said that Ruby today is typically not used on client-side applications. But my understanding is, is that WebAssembly actually has a virtual machine that you can run client-side applications on. So do you think Ruby might branch into that space?
1: Mm-hmm. It depends on the how the how the ecosystem goes. So I mean um, it's uh today we have very uh low level tooling for Ruby Wasm and uh, there's no uh, Toolkit to build a front-end uh, client-side application like uh, Rails. But so if we will we'll have uh, such framework or tools to build easier, uh, yes, that would be opened, that would open the doors.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked to Andy Mala um, about Glimmer which is a UI Mm -hmm. system that I think he's been using to build some basic, uh, desktop apps. And so I, I could see things kind of going that way. Yeah. But you wouldn't have to package up the entire Ruby virtual machine. I, I guess you would just pack it in and run it on the wasm virtual machine. That's already there.
1: Right. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, you, uh, today we have to package the Ruby virtual machine into mm-hmm. the Wasm binary. Right. So, uh, if we have a multiple Ruby application in a in a machine, uh, we have to duplicate the virtual machine binary, so it's mm-hmm. it could. Um, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes uh, this consuming
0: yeah yeah it could take up some space right Um. so how much of the Ruby specification or the Ruby language have you implemented in uh, Ruby Wasm so um
1: um I would say most of them, because uh, we use, we, uh, we just use the uh, C Ruby implementation mm-hmm. to put the, to put the WebAssembly. But the uh, current limitation in WebAssembly itself broke some language features like uh, oh. threading and uh, networking. Hmm. I'm. I'm not sure if <laughs> uh, the those are uh, part of the range spec, but uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of a rivalry implementation. But uh, uh, yes, uh, though, uh, they are uh, unfortunately limited today due to the WebAssembly limitations. But. Uh, but the WebAssembly specification is getting evolved, and uh, we'll be, we're we going to add those uh, going to add uh, those rocking features. So we'll be unlocked in uh, next uh, few years. I think so. Mm-hmm.
0: Very cool. So let's say that I wanted to try out Ruby on the WebAssembly virtual machine. What would I have to do?
1: So um, the easiest way is a. Uh, uh, of course, we have a WebAssembly virtual machine in web browser. Mm-hmm. So the easiest way is uh, running running it in the browser by uh using our uh, npm package i i distribute okay. but uh the if you are interested in the uh, running running it outside of the browser uh the, the there uh, unfortunately there is uh, no um well dist. um well known, no. Um, there's no package distributed by the usual Linux distribution like Ubuntu, APT. but the, uh, there is a major reference implementation of, for the use. For the non-browser WebAssembly runtime, and it's called mm-hmm. WASM time, okay. which is yes, which is built by the uh, built by a bytecode alliance, which is um, which is a uh, faster uh, which. Uh, those member is a uh, fastory or Intel or uh, Shopify? I think Okay. I guess right. So mm-hmm.
0: cool. Um as far as other areas of Ruby, I mean we've talked a lot about Ruby and Ruby on WebAssembly, but um are there features of the Ruby programming language itself or other things you see coming in other parts of the language or community that you're excited about?
1: Oh, so mm, the other part. Um. So my interest is uh mainly focusing on the internals of the language implementations. Okay. And uh, (laughs) so I'm not sure if. It's uh, interesting for the Ruby user, Ruby developers, but the, uh, <clears throat> my, uh, my main interest, recent, uh, my recent interests uh, uh, in Ruby is a build system. Okay. Like uh, you may know MKMF. Mm-hmm. uh it's it's a uh it's usually used to build the native extension like mm-hmm. uh right like, like nokogiri or something like uh native c mm-hmm. extensions and uh it's you it's uh very a uh, compre- uh, complex build system, and well, it's not actually efficient and not cross-compile friendly. So uh, I'm, I'm recently planning to replace or ref- uh, renew all the MKMFL build system. And and it will it will be not so much uh, major impact to users, but uh, uh, will sp- maybe we will get uh, some uh, speed up on mm-hmm. uh, bundle install or
0: that would be uh, nice,
1: right? Or are uh, Ru- uh, are we uh, when when building the uh, Ruby itself, right? Uh, when, yep. yes,
0: uh, we have installed rubies, so. Yeah, that, that would be really nice. I, I really have to admit I haven't looked that much at MKMF. I usually just see the errors when I don't have yes. something that it needs to build the extension <laughs> that I'm trying to install. And yes. then, yeah, I go to... look at <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't have this. Okay. I'll go install it. But uh, yeah, that's very cool. So do you use MKMF to build Ruby Wasm, or do you use a different tool chain?
1: I use, uh, I use it, but it's not well capable to fully uh, Wasm compatible. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, are there any other features of the Ruby language that you're excited to see?
1: Um. Actually, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm also a contributor to Swift language. Oh, okay. And uh, from my perspective of a committer of the such uh, statically typed mm-hmm. language, uh. I would I'd like to see uh much more uh types type mm. system stuff in Ruby. I know there is many argue about the introduction <laughs> of type system, but the <laughs> so I opened the door. <laughs> yeah. So right. Um yeah yes. we
0: talked or i talked to uh, sotaro
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Matsumoto right I know and, and he's working on r b s which is the some of the typing stuff um of course we talked about his disagreements with uh, between him and matt's about types so
1: yes uh, uh, but i i i um, i write i write type system, but I don't write to write the type in code, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so usually I I use a type prof which is made uh-huh. by right uh Mame, uh Yusuke Endo uh who he's a, also a Ruby core committer uh, uh-huh. and. Uh, the type pro is a type analyzer provider mm-hmm. um which which uh which output are, um, which uh, which is a you can think something like a type inference without yeah. writing any type right and i I I I like the his approach very much. So I hope that will be production ready and daily use for UGR development. I hope. Yeah,
0: I think I think what I heard was that that was Matt's preferred method as right. opposed to the RBS approach that uh, Sotaro put together.
1: Right. Yeah. As a gem gem developer, uh, uh, it might be worse to uh, provide uh, handwritten types uh, Mm -hmm. definitions, but uh, while while developing applications, I don't like to (laughs) write.
0: Right. I agree. I don't (laughs) like writing type annotations on my code. Yes. I, I do a lot in JavaScript too, and a lot of people are just they love the types in TypeScript, and I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like I like just not having to worry about it, but
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, actually, uh, no, I don't. I don't say anything. Okay.
0: <laughs> All good. So um, I guess another question that I have is: What's it like being a Ruby core committer? Do you all talk to each other very often, or is it mostly "Hey, uh, Utah's working on WebAssembly, and you know somebody else is working on something else"? And yeah,
1: um, um, the latter is close to the uh, actual situations. Uh I think some of the working group, like YZ team, are very uh, working uh, working together. I mm-hmm. I guess so. But uh, uh, especially for WebAssembly, POD, uh we don't have uh, any dedicated uh, uh, okay. people. Uh, Except for me, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so right. I hope. All right, yeah. So I'm very welcome to new contributors. Uh huh. And yeah. Very I hope, cool. Right.
0: Um. Well, cool. So uh, anyway, I just wanted you know, kind of say thanks for working on the WebAssembly. Implementation. I think it'll be interesting to see what it opens up and what people do with it.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, is there anything else in the in the Ruby community or Ruby gems that you wanted to talk about?
1: Uh, for Ruby gems, uh, we will have a Ruby gems support in Webas uh, Ruby. So uh stay stay turned.
0: <laughs> okay. Good deal. Okay. Is that because of the network limitations or is that something else?
1: Uh it's a orientation of dynamic ranking. Uh,
0: okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> there's <laughs> no uh there's no dynamic ranking implementation in WebAssembly yet. Uh, okay. So I need some wire apps.
0: Makes sense. You got to find another way to do it. Right. (laughs) All right. Good deal. Well, if people want to contribute to Ruby.wasm or uh, if they have questions or if they want to reach out, how how do people find you on the internet?
1: So you you can find me on... Uh, GitHub as I um, I don't think it's pronounceable for in English. <laughs> <laughs> so let's Google me as a Utah site. Okay.
0: huh. All right, and we'll we'll put links in um, wherever we wind up posting the videos on Top End Devs. So, thank you. Then people can find you that way. All right. Well, thank you for coming and talking to me. This was a lot of fun, and I'm really excited to see where this all goes so
1: yeah thank you for inviting me that's a good opportunity
0: yeah all right we'll wrap it up here till next time folks max out